everyone. It's Salty Coffee from the Salty Coffee Podcast. How's everyone doing today? I'm just running in real quick just to give you a down count for the next self-care Sunday at 10 a.m. today. So I'm just going to go over some announcements while I'm here. But please, please, please set up your notification for 10 a.m where we are going to be with the beautiful Ms. Ruby. And that's at 10 a.m. All right, I'll be back. Did you hear me? I'll be back. Ah, tiramos el sol que está pendiente de la cita Ah, está molvada y quien la ve tan bonita Ah, 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 estoy pa' ti siempre, beba Bebamos la noche entera Esa canción que le cambió toda la dirección Ya que ese no quiere más No quiere llanto, no quiere nada Quiere gozarla, quiere escapar De lo que era su realidad Ya no está puesta para el drama Lo que quiere es gozar No pecar
I promise that when you finally get a glimpse, just a small glimpse of what people who love you see, you're going to be blown away at how true it's been the whole time. It's like cleaning off the lens of your glasses for the very first time. It's like a fresh pair of contacts, but literally new context, new context. Who the fuck is this? Pay attention to the ones that tried to play you. Better yet, tear down your self-esteem. The same ones that laughed at your dreams, but secretly tried to mimic that shit. The exact ones that try to take that shit. Yes, I'm talking use your heart for their egotistical gain. Oh, but they thought they could sprinkle your magic on their godforsaken terrain. But guess what? They won't prosper. Because all the weapons they try to form against you, they shall not prosper. And I said no weapon. I do mean no voice and no ill will shall prosper. And I mean they got to get ghost like Casper, pretending to be friendly kinfolk. And I mean presenting themselves as sheep, but dressed in wolves' clothes. All inauthenticity shall and will be exposed. It is blasphemous. The tongue speaks negatively. You cannot curse me. I exude a God energy. Yes, I said it, but let me repeat myself for those who thought they misunderstood me. I said I exude a God energy. So fuck your opinion about who you think I am. I am that God says I am a warrior, a priestess, a healer. I am victorious, a mastermind, and I shall master the mind because I can. If you take a closer look into your neglected soul, you too would be surprised by all the things you're bound to find. So go ahead and pay the toll, free your mind, learn forgiveness, and in divine time, you will begin to experience for yourself the benevolent power of the Most High. Cry out to God, even with your shaking voice, your words carry power, but my love, it is your choice. You can choose to be free or be bound by the weight of the world, your struggle confined by your overpopulated mind due to a mental bind and a lack mentality. But one day you'll find that rest unlocks a stillness and through an open heart will you discover true emotional fulfillment. Rest assured that satisfaction is guaranteed, but let not your thoughts control your actions, my love. You gotta be at peace with giving their vices little to know of that satisfaction. And I say little because you need to show up in a way where your light shines so bright that not even you can fathom how in the hell, and I mean how with the hell did I get here? How on this earth did I become so rare but truth is you were always a gem and might i add a very precious one hidden in the shadows of your peers so you better believe that there's an exceptional explanation for why god kept you there see you were i mean you are i am a magnificent creation of the one omnipotent creator a very powerful and unique being with ultimate and infinite potential to prosper like a phoenix rising from the in-depth celestial body of the moon's impacted crater do you feel free yet have your higher self, your God self, taken the lead yet? 
Well, let me address the triumphant elephant in the room. I am the triumphant elephant in the room, successfully embodying the intelligence, the wisdom, the majesty, because I am majestic. And let's not overlook my loyalty, my strength, and your audacity to think for one second that I would fold under pressure. <laughs> Baby, I am the one applying pressure, so be mindful of your gestures. I pray your soul exists in stature, and let me be clear, I have arrived. She has arrived and I am making my presence known. My name is already being discussed in rooms. My feet hasn't even been shown. Just know that I am coming full steam ahead. My life has been perfectly orchestrated and molded by the divine, but my love, we can all break bread. After all, isn't that what Jesus did? Before there was bloodshed, they said he died for that which we call sin, God would forgive. The end. That was our beautiful Luna Goddess. She is a content creator, a singer, an artist, and she has a single that's out called Moving On, and it's available on Spotify. The best way to support our artists is by following, um, liking, subscribing to Spotify, and click on the like or the love button. That's amazing. So we have now started. We are now- Apologies. You hear what I just said? Hold on. <laughs> Hi, Miss. What's up, Coffee? Um, yeah. No. How you doing, sweetie? Did you hear about the um, what's going on this morning? Because I think I was on mute. No, you were on mute. Okay, so I I will share again. So just so you know, we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, so they can hear you. Awesomeness. Awesomeness. That's what I'm talking about. That's how we do. Multi-streaming. Multi-streaming up in here. So let me, um, did, I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? Sorry. Oh, yeah. So this morning, this grand wonderful day, I am actually going to yet my second uh, friends and family event. This is a this has been a spiritually motivated weekend. Yesterday, I was at a <coughs> women's conference that my sister's family, uh, sister's in laws, asked me to attend, and it was phenomenal. And I have a friend from. Is it? I can't say preschool. It's a public school. And when I was in public school and junior high school, uh, she and I reconnected on Facebook. Thank you to the, uh, I should say, social media guy. And they brought us back together. She invited me to a friends and family. So I think the churches kind of have a theme of what's happening this weekend. A lot of them, you know, these are Baptist churches. So I could be at both invitations. And today at 11 o'clock, we will be um, hanging. This is about 11.15 because I'm had planning to be parked out front. You know what I'm saying? Since they're making it happen, y'all, so, there's nothing you can't do. Yeah, we're Go ahead, babe. Be, yeah, we're not going to be um, here for, I mean, I know uh, time. I know every, if there's anything I know is time. But um, today on the Salty Coffee Podcast, we have the beautiful... Miss Ruby and a self-care Sunday. The number 33 is 
uh, number that just popped up in a dream for me recently. And I thought, okay, 33, should I play in the lotto? Or should I really go deep, deep, deep <laughs> into what the number 33 means? And pretty, okay. much, <laughs> and pretty much, I was thinking, why am I dreaming about the number 33? And what what is really significant in the people who are in my life at the moment where that could, that number can mean something? Um, hey, movie guy. So just so you know, movie guy, um, comments are also shared through our other streaming platforms. So we are now live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. I am going to play your message in a minute. But the number 33, um, okay, I had everything here. <laughs> Pretty much for me, September 17, 1990 was when I started working where I work at now. And that was, of course, 33 years ago. And what happened to me 33 years ago, I'm just going to summarize it. My mother passed away in 1989. And in 1989, I went through a whole lot of awakening, if you will. I was pretty much um, thrown out the house. I was homeless. I had a couple of friends, but I had this one friend who knew friends who got me to work where I work at now. And at that job, the people that helped me into teaching me financial literacy were the people that are influential still today in my life. They call me every day. They call me once a week. They want to know where I'm at. They are proud. Um, and I think for, for the most part, people come into your life for a reason, right? And not so much just for a season. I think it was uh, just uh, uh, the way it should have happened. Because of the absence of my mom, I learned also about finances. Uh, there was no money left behind. There was no insurance. There was no uh, pretty much. So the number 33 holds significant spiritual meaning. It is often associated with the spiritual growth, enlightenment, and the expansion of consciousness. In numerology, the number 33 is known as a master number, signifying a high level of spiritual development and understanding. It is said to offer vibration. Okay, hold on. This thing is going fast. <laughs> Vibrations of love, harmony, and it's associated with um, Christ consciousness or ascends master's consciousness. People who frequently encounter this number are urged to use their creative energies and communication skills to uplift others and promote positivity. And that, my friend, is why I invited you, Miss Ruby, because you have really opened the minds of a lot of us who are still in the funk of, all right, I gotta go to work. <laughs> I gotta make that money. I got to pay bills. And for most of us, like myself, who learned financial literacy very early, for me, 33 years ago, I'm still learning that what I learned 30 years ago might change and is going through transition. And this is why you're invited to the self-care angel number 33. For those of you who are just walking in, 
welcome 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 i just wanted to let you know that we are also live on facebook youtube and twitch and go ahead miss ruby how are you this morning oh wow oh that that was a lot thank you so much i hadn't realized that you had connected with that particular portion of our message how are you doing? Thank you so much for being on. Hello, everyone. Uncle Leo, Monica, and, and TV guy, uh, movie guy, <laughs> movie fan, a fan guy. All right. Oh, my God. You know I'm all about the angel numbers right now, right? Um, I got put on by a queen cat when it comes to the angel numbers that helped me to really break down some simple, really, really a simple, clear path as to what I was seeing with the things that occurred in my life. And girl, you started this whole 33, I don't even know, to tell the truth, I wasn't aware when she first asked me to do this and she said 33, it didn't quite impact what she was talking about. And so she, but she shared what her experience was. I said, oh, that's what you want me to do. You want me to go back 33 years in life and see where I was? <laughs> I was 16, y'all. <laughs> Oh Lord, I was 16 years old. 15. But I was a 16 year old. Come on, girl. That's what's up. And you and girl, you don't look a day over me. And I don't look a day over in the day like I'm 33. <laughs> it's that good looking baby. I'm gonna share something with y'all. This is the funny part, right? When I was 16, I wasn't your average 16 year old because I was also raised in a large family. I had Southern and I had Northern upbringing. So we understood the city and how to move. Grounding in Southern and in a Southern growth because everybody came from the South. And I'm talking about the, it's not that, look, they came from the Christian South, the, the gospel South, okay? And so I got the best of both worlds being a child born in the 70s to a family that had been doing very well on both sides. Now, that gave me many siblings on both sides of my mother and father, which means I have a lot of uncles and aunts, and a lot of information that I gained because they were very young. This is when the world was making, we were making a lot of social justice changes, understanding new things, introducing new religions, and Honey, the world was a mecca of information for a child. After I became a teenager, I didn't have regular goals. I shared this with my um, physical, my, my group as we began to develop. When I was 16, something in me said I wanted to impact directly. This was a goal I set, and I've been setting goals a long time. And so... At 16, I had this thing where I'm like, I want my life to impact 10,000 people directly. Now, of course, I'm 16 and I don't understand how long a life is, y'all. <laughs> you know, how long a life is, how many people we actually going to run into between now and then, or even how many people there were in the world. But something about me wanted to impact, said I'm going to impact no less than 10,000 people with my life. I don't know about y'all when y'all were 16. How many people was in here thinking like that? How many people at 16, you know, went out there about the party, trying to look good, influence some guy or girl, and, 
and or you know or getting that new car you could get you could drive now you know what i'm saying getting that money because now you can make some money on your own a lot of that took place but my goal was to change the world at 16 and i didn't even know it now how i was going to do that did not come to me and i'm like wow that didn't even realize you realize that started my 33 miss chapman salty coffee that started 33 child i never made that connection <laughs> i love it well, this is what we teach yeah so this is what we teach to be right present go ahead it's either you're 33 years old where it takes you 33 years to figure it out or it's a 33 year uh journey and for me definitely 1990 was september 17 1990 because let, let me let me share this with all of y'all. Back in the days in 1990 where there was no internet, when you wanted a job, you had to print, you had to type your resume, you had to type a cover letter, you had to type a reference letter, you had to make sure those margins were correct. You had to go and walk place to place, submit the copies of your resume, talk to people face to face, and find out if they're even offering an opening if even there was an opening offered to you when my mom passed away in april it took from april to maybe august of me applying constantly because that is the that is the um sorry i got uh distracted a little bit that is the um way that we had to do it 33 years ago it wasn't going online and sitting and you know drinking your coffee and just oh la, la, let me wait let me wait for someone no we had to hustle and not a, including that the place that i work at now we had to take a math test we had to take a comprehensive test and guess what we had to take a typing test and if you didn't type 120 words a minute with at least two to five errors you weren't gonna get the job because they wanted you to type fast. They wanted you to be like, correspondence, done. Now um, you have uh, people where you work at, as, if, as far as office work is concerned, everything is automated and most likely you need IT people. But let me tell you something about 33 years ago. I lost a token to get back home. What did I have to do? There was no beepers, there was no cell phone to call anybody to come pick my ass up. There was no cash app. There was nothing. I had to walk from Wall Street all the way to Washington Heights. That was a three-hour walk. So 33, Miss Ruby, is the number that I had a dream recently about, and I couldn't figure out why I was having the dream. September 17, 1990 is when they called me because I had a house phone at the time, and they left me a message to come in for an interview. And the person who interviewed me, I still know him today. He is a, a great person. He showed me how to organize my um, work to be consistent. So when you look at the Salty Coffee website or you look at the Salty Coffee platform and you see this, everything is organized, everything's consistent, it's from where I work at. So. When you were 16 years old and I was 20, who knows if we bumped, in, bumped into each other on the train, 
who knows if we bumped into uh, each on a bus <laughs> or exactly. Go ahead, let you talk. Oh, I was just agreeing. I'm like, I'm a girl. I'm, you know, I'm sitting here having a conversation with you because whether I'm on the mic or not, you and I get along very well. Um, and we identified the world was only four years of difference. Trust me, it wasn't that I was in that same space, and do believe that coming from Wall Street to go all the way up to um, to in the 160s, that was that was serious. That was serious. And that's the world we lived in. When we talk to people about millennials versus Gen Xers versus this one, the worlds that we live in are so different. It's almost like I used to love to, to listen to the stories of my um of my parents because they would talk about their childhood, a world I would it was like magic to me. Because the world I live in didn't look like that. The world that you know I grew up in didn't look like the world did when they were when. Uh, my mother and father were young. I saw pictures of wealthy kids, and I mean, at, just to walk down the street, people walking around in suits and ties and dresses, like a church Sunday. And God help you if you came to church on Sunday, it looked like we was going to the pavilion, you know. And that's the world we have drifted away from. It's come almost like you get to to idolize the life and existence of others, but I get to appreciate the changes that have that I've witnessed that my daughter, you know, my daughters don't know that world before before uh <clears throat> cell phones. They don't remember the world before cell phones and computers and you know having to X amount of trust me with you girl. Because <laughs> I remember having to work though, having to type and I don't type well now. So I was very happy the age came in when computers and word processors. I got right into technology. Why? Because honey, it made my life easy immediately. You know what I'm saying? Immediately. And I could appreciate what it was that, you know, I could appreciate what it was I was taught to do and how it was transitioning. I didn't know that 33 years would mean that the world I needed would arrive. I was in the cut, but in that, in the cut of this shift, of this change that the world went through. So I can't, I have, this is why we teach what we teach. And that's what Salty Coffee was, was sharing about. I like, I love that you and I connected. And I do believe we've met. I've always thought I met you before. I've always thought that. When I uh, I met Salty Coffee here on on a, on stereo, and it has been, since the day we started, it has been like a whirlwind. We've just been best friends. Running and going to do crazy things like Lucy and 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 uh, <laughs> you know, one of us be Lucy or Ethel at any time, you know. And that's who that's how you want to be in the world with people. And it all started here on stereo. And so we both live in New York, and she's open and open and uh, the open handed person. I'm an open handed person. We are here about building, and that's just for the women. A lot of our prep stuff that we do, a lot of our platform are really built around her experience as a woman. I love that. That pulls me in. And what I bring is the rest of the family. And that's what we do. We build up. I teach financial literacy. See, because I learned that over through that journey from the time when I was 16, I learned what my purpose was. I was seeking purpose. 
This is why when she was we were talking, she she got on. I think she started some of you on my shows where we share how to appreciate life, all you have, not all you've lost. Most people live in their loss. But when you can account for all that you have gained in living this time, it changes your perspective. You could walk into work understanding that you're there as a component of their of their partnership of a partnership as opposed to an employee. Because you recognize that you agreed to be there. And when you agree to do something, you do it with your best in mind. You're going to give them your best because your best, they're going to give you skills and they're going to give you accountability of time. And you're going to give them your best and you're going to gain some new skills. And what you're going to be ready for is your next step when it comes time. So I don't care how many years you've been on a job. Got to be accountable. These 33, I, I can't even believe how you just opened up a whole new level of accountability for 33 years. I, I'm loving it. I am having a ball. I feel like I'm being led by the most high. I don't know what y'all believe, but you have purpose when you were born on this planet. Each person, each person, none of these connections are by accident or unnecessary. I have been gaining so much, not just knowledge, but knowledge that gives me power with my life. I don't worry as much as I used to. And believe me, I could worry with the rest of them. I got kids in the world. I got adult women in the world. You know? <laughs> I know you can identify with that, sis. All right. I'm going to play these messages, um, these three messages, and then we'll get back. Because I have a question for you. Um, yeah. yeah. The questions to the listeners. What is you're 33. So we already spoke about Alti Coffee. Um, Ms. Ruby gave a little bit, but as far as the definition, when I read it, which I can read it again, the number 33 holds significant spiritual meaning. It is often associated with spiritual growth, enlightenment, and the expanse, expansion of consciousness. In numerology, the number 33 is known as a master number signifying a high level of spiritual development and understanding. It is said to offer vibrations of love, harmony, and is associated with Christ consciousness and ascended master's consciousness. People who frequently encounter this number are urged to use their creative energies and communication skills to uplift others and promote positivity. We already know if you visit breakfast with the Thomases, you already know they do that on a daily basis when they're on. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But I want the listeners to give us in a comment as much as you can, what is your creativity energies and what do you use the stereo app to communicate those skills to uplift others? And I already know ANN, I already know uh Mr. Leo, <laughs> Uncle Leo, who's your favorite uncle? And the movie fan guy, we all know a giggity giggity gee. It's his thing. Um, he makes me laugh all the time. Peace and love. I am one in my connection. Oh, I am Avatar, the last airbender. Oh, hey, what's going on, ladies? Salty coffee. And, oh, 
Oh, Mrs. Thomas, that's right. <laughs> uh, my memory almost uh, went out there for a moment. <laughs> anyway, um, what's going on? Oh, my. Self-Care Sunday, angel number 33. What does it mean? And what is your 33? Well, uh, and I'm reading there, happy 33rd anniversary, huh? Uh, I don't know what the anniversary is, but um, all right. <laughs> and, uh, uh. I forgot what else I was going to say. I gotta tell you, something funny happened to me yesterday morning. I was in my meditation moment, you know, and I was concentrating, say, photosynthesis, photosynthesis, and I saw a number. I saw the number. 69, but as I was dreaming this number, right, I saw it in my meditation. I forgot to close the window, and this bird just flew in randomly and he landed on my stomach and he walked slowly up to me and I heard him I heard oh, 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 oh gosh <laughs> and I, I was so deep in my meditation I didn't realize the bird was on uh, uh, walking on me and he got to my face real close and then <laughs> he threw up on me <laughs> what's going on salty coffee what's up miss ruby what's going on to listening parties down in the basement all right 33 that's actually one of my favorite numbers and that happens to me my life half number 33 i'm here for it let's go good morning to salty coffee miss ruby how are you enjoying the podcast so far far i love that number 33 but i'm 55 so all i can do is pretend i used to be 33 shout out to the listeners i see you brie i see you movie fan guy what's up stereo yeah i'm just gonna listen <laughs> love you guys you know what's interesting how people associate the number with age immediately so even though you're 55 what were you doing when you were 33? You know, 33 or 33 years ago, you know? So that that's pretty much the question. And when you look back at your, when you look back 33 years ago, now that you're 55, you were probably 22. Um, what would, I'm sure for men, it's probably more, um, of a transition because 22 as a man, you're transitioning from either leaving college or just graduating or going into college, not knowing what you want to do, confused about where you want to be. And so I can, th that's pretty much what the question is. Not so much, you know, your age now, but where were you 33 years ago and how have you changed from 22 years? Um, when you were 22 to at 55 what have you learned where are you going what's your creativity you're you're a person um leo i think he left but you're a person who actually um is a podcaster and you're very good at it so let's hear the next message and then we'll go back on to miss ruby 
I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Uncle Leo. Hey, what's going on, Uncle Leo? All right. And Bree talks. All right. Yeah. Uh, can I hear that? Uh, hold on. My... I can't do it like she does, but uh, that's seductive. Uncle Leo has left. But Miss Ruby, tell us a little bit more about yeah. your transition from 16 to 20 to when you got married. It doesn't have to be in detail. Just let's uh, focus on the financial part. Because for me, I remember tokens right tokens were i think at that point in 1990 was a dollar 75 was the ride there was no unlimited anything you just had one token to go and one token to get back and for me losing that token to get back home and the budget that i had my my budget was per week right? Because I got paid weekly. And then I had to pay my landlord, which I was um, subleasing. I was I was living in a shared space. Um, I think it was $70 a week I was paying to live there, which was a lot at that time, because that's more than the rent, right? For an apartment at that time. And then I had $3 a day for lunch, and then my token, but you know, the little token holder back in the day. So I would buy the, the whole 20, no, 10 tokens, put them in my little token holder. And that day, um, I lost my token and get back home. And the thought of hopping the train was just not an option for me. And the thought of, um, walking was terrifying um, at that time i didn't know anything from wall street all the way to washington heights so that was kind of a little scared for but as i walked right my thinking was like okay this has to change there's no way that this is going to be my life <laughs> for the rest of for the rest of my life and this has to change no child who lost their mother should be homeless and walking all of these miles because they lost a token. No child should be left. So let's talk a little bit about how we understood finances and why we don't want our children to, we don't want to continue the that type of, you know, legacy. We want to leave a, a wealth for our children and understanding how the fin finances works. So thank you um, for that. Yeah, that was actually a, it's easier to clarify. So like she was saying, we're going to kind of go through my, I'm going to go through a little time. We're going to go through a time more quickly. From my 30, from the beginning of 16, I didn't understand that purpose. I understood working because I'd always had a, I'd always had a side hustle since I was nine. I don't know how many people out here can identify with that. I've always had been self-employed since I was nine because I always wanted something to my, of, of my own. By the time I was 16, I had four siblings. Actually, yep, I had four other siblings. And we shared everything. 
you know, coming from a large family in the city isn't the same as in the South. So getting that, my priorities, my standards, the things that I wanted, my ambition was high. When you're in the city, I don't know about y'all, but I live in New York City. <clears throat> and in New York, you know, basically I live in, I lived in New York City in Harlem. So it's all about the hustle. I wasn't about that illegal hustle, but I could hustle and get, make money through my neighbors. I was very charismatic. I could speak. You know, I knew how to ask for what I wanted. And when I wanted something, I knew working was the only way to get it. Now, when I was able to get to be a little older, I was taught the basics. You know, you get a job now. Six between 13 is when some of you started. Get your little job. Keep your little money. My mother didn't play that, though. Because, you know, all the kids love to use the phone, but nobody paid the bill but mom. So my mother taught us very early. Oh, no, no, no. You babysit, you get money, I get money. You do your work, you get money, I get money. You're going to learn what it means to help pay bills. I had my mother at a young age. I had my mother until I was in my mid-30s up until, and in, in, that has been a beautiful thing um, for my world. Actually, I had her until I was, what did you, couldn't think of it. And the wonderful thing is, is that we develop a relationship as adults, but I know that my mom knew something about finances that I wanted to know. She know. I used to be afraid that I couldn't do what my mother did. And I remember that. And the fear came from knowing that my mom, who was on public assistance and um, SSR because she was SSD because she was disabled, took care of all of us on food stamps, guys. Took care of every one of us without the help. Well, my father did pay child support, but of course the system's not... And learning that the system, how systems work, became crucial. Because I learned that out of the funds that my father paid, it did not match what my mother was getting to take care of us in services. But the system has set up to be the to intercede between two, and they're the one who wins. See, I had to learn some things along the way. And what it meant was learning the math of life. I wasn't aware yet that that's what I was learning, but this actually was making more sense as I went on. My father showed me, you know, what he paid in child support. My mother showed me what she got in for food stamps and, you know, and funds and how the rent got paid. They let me know, they let me in on the financials of our lives. So I know that we were always short somehow. And that worried me because as I was getting older, I was thinking of my time when I should be independent. Could I do that? You know, I had no kids when I was younger. Being a, a kind of a knuckleheaded kid, I went to school, I went to programs and put myself in different um, things I could do after school because I wasn't a hangout kid. I was one of the real.
And so learning through time, and I'm going to tell you something. I learned this, you know, it's funny. I heard Robert Kiyosaki say this. He said, financial literacy has been an experience, and wealth has been a more of a spiritual experience for him than a financial one. It's like the finances show up after you have the experience. You experience the spiritual part of it. Because we're always looking for money. Y'all. What do they say? Cash rules everything around me. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's our influence. But we don't know that cash is the back, is the result of certain actions, certain growth, personal development, certain information. And that's why it has become necessary for as I got to be in my 40s and decided I was going to try to, I was going to try to do it the way that the people who teach financial literacy said to do it. You know, you got to save money. You got to start working on your credit, build your credit. You know, and I did this. I connected because at age four, what was it? I was 40, about 42, 43, and realized I own nothing. I didn't have a pension. Nobody owed me money. You know, for doing work and putting years in somewhere. I didn't have anything in my name, really, that I own. I rent, rented where I live. And so that would lead me to having, not, I died with nothing. That is not the thought you want to have in your 40s. I was talking coffee. Let me know. Is it just me? But being 40 and owning and having nothing, no savings, no property. Nothing you can will to someone at all. Not enticing. The, the one thing that I learned from my mom was exactly that. Like, I did not want mm-hmm. to be, um, my mom was a hustler. Same way, you know, she came to this mm-hmm. country with zero dollars. She understood the mm. system right away. She understood the system so much so that what I'm learning from the P2G networks is exactly mm-hmm. what I want to go back to. So she was already, if I if I recall really good, I always asked her, why don't you mm-hmm. want to be a citizen? Why don't you? And she, Come on. she couldn't explain it. <laughs> but um, her purpose was real. She made the money that she needed to make to bring back to, mm-hmm. the, to build uh-huh. within the community in the Dominican Republic. So for a lot of people, you know, that was seen as, okay, you're going to come to this country and not want to speak any English. Let me tell you something about Dominicans. It's not about not being able to speak English or the language. They do understand the system. They wanted to learn the system first to see how it's going to work back in their country. So a lot of people from all other ethnic groups do the same thing. So. What I'm learning now is, okay, <laughs> how, do, how do we get back to that? So in 1990, there was a gentleman at my job who everyone told me, no, you need to go over there. You need to go speak to him because I couldn't understand how there was um, not so much money left for me when my mom passed away, but there were assets and there were um, pieces of land or pieces of um, assets not necessarily here in this country, back in the Dominican Republic. But, you know, one of the things that I think is important for us to know is how do we, do you remember back in the days when 
all you heard was, yeah, they're going to put their money in a Swiss bank. Yeah, they're going to put that always stuck on me. <laughs> Ms. Rue, do you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because until today, that's a, that's a banking system that's still reliable because they're neutral. Right. So I think uh, for me at 20 to have someone guide me into the benefits that were available at my place of employment to say, hey, look, this is what the university is going to give you. Not only are they going to give you 25 vacation days, unlimited sick days, um, health insurance, paid health insurance. This is 1990. This was a lot for a 20 year old. Um, there were people, yeah. <laughs> there were people that were 50 years old getting the jobs. So for a 20-year-old to, to go from dirt poor to homeless to, like, working at a retail store for two twenty-five an hour, because that was the salary back in 1990. Minimum wage was two twenty-five at that time. I remember doing my taxes, and I was so proud to do my taxes. And, you know, I contributed to the citizenship of the United States. And paying my taxes, um, did could care less that they were taking th almost thirty three percent of it because it was more than what I had from before. But going back to the person who mentored me at the place where I work at, which I'm still not understanding why mentorship is not something that happens today in the, any place of employment. Like people are just clueless about what's happening, what's how to read a paid sub. And things like that. Um, the one thing that people ultimately ultimately look at is the final number, the one you take home. And so that's what I love about P2G networks because in conversation you can get the gems. So you have to pay close attention. But Mr. Arthur Mack sat with me and told me, This is what the university gives you. What I recommend for you to do for the next three years, just live the same way you're living now. I don't care what you do. If you need to work both jobs, yep. work both jobs. So I, I stay working at what was called strawberries for A&E companies, which is strawberries. Um, they had like a, a whole string of stores. But I worked at Strawberries and Chambers. I was always connected with lawyers, people from the Wall Street area and the, the courts. So I maintained both jobs. I maintained the strawberry job on weekends. And sometimes um, during like holidays, I would work the holidays. But understand this. One of the things that I got caught in between was... Um, Learning the system and learning how politicians work and work into the lobbying. So that was something that I learned from the union. So, you know, a lot of people hate unions and they're like, oh, you know, you only have your job for 33 years because you're in the union. But not all union employees are created equal. What I did during that time was to learn the system, learn how to negotiate a contract, learn to get better benefits. I work for a university that has an endowment where if they tell me, no, we can't pay that, that's bullshit. We, we know you have the money, so cut it out. 
So those are the things that I, I learned in the 33 years that I was working um, at this place, still working. Um, and the, the conversation that I'm having now and the transition that's having now, where we're connected with, with I'm connected with P2G, is how to take those funds that I was told to do, the things to do from 1990 in investments to what's happening now in the world. So if you want to learn more about the P2G networks, <laughs> um, plug, plug, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I encourage you to follow Ms. Ruby with Breakfast with the Thomases because the conversation is real. It's not about entertainment, although sometimes we do get entertained, but it's about sharing our experiences. Who else do you know is 53 and is planning their retirement with no like worries none whatsoever i don't have any college loans for my children to pay i don't have any credit card debt i don't have i'm i'm so bored no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm so like <laughs> every day i'm looking for things to learn so and i always feel like i'm so far behind and a lot of people even the financial people are pissed off that at 55, I can, I, I can do it now, but I prefer to do it at 55 with 35 years of service because I, I'm just a number person type of thing. But I want people to really, really dig deep today and go through your finances, be real with yourself know where your children are if you happen to leave today or tomorrow are your children going to be okay do they know what to do do they know who to talk to that's going to guide them in the right direction when it comes to finances um i've learned so much in dreams of the things that were hidden from me that it scares me sometimes but 33 is my time now, September 17, to pay it forward. And I started with our beautiful Shonda, who's a, a salty coffee fan <laughs> and a P2G Networks fan. And she's always in our rooms listening. And even though she has not said this, I know what she's hearing is something that she's probably doing right now without even knowing and is going to make a difference in her life. So paying it forward with Shonda was Salty Coffee providing the finances for her to take the courses through P2G Network so that she understands the process too. But she's helping her mom. She's going to college. She's, you know, doing what she has been told to do her life, right? But there comes a time where we, eat, whether we're 16, and acknowledge it or 20 when our parents go you know they die and we have to learn it the hard way i don't see it that way i don't see my mother's passing as me learning financial literacy and what to do for my children as you know something sad or anything like that i see it as a lesson to ensure that my purpose in this world is to pay it forward and to make sure that people understand that, you know, um, 
we don't have to take life too serious, but we need to pay attention. And we need to pay attention to where we are and where we're going to take our children. Go ahead, Miss Ruby. I'm sorry. We got two messages. Yeah, you go ahead and play the messages. I'll, um, I'll make the comment afterwards. Okay. Good morning, Miss Ruby. Good morning, Salty Coffee. Good morning, Bree. Good morning, Miss Movie Fan Guy. How are you? Hope all is well. And hope you guys have an amazing Sunday. Um, I had to take care of my daughter right now. She's not feeling well. So I had to take care of her last night and do all that great stuff. But I hope everything is well with you. Happy 33rd anniversary. Is it your anniversary, Salty Coffee? Congrats, congrats. Thank you. I know she's not here, but she'll come back on the replay. Thank you. Well, I'm about to head on out. Uh, about to go to the gym because the ladies are heading there early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to give a quick shout out once again to Salty Coffee and Mrs. Thomas. Uh, um, by the way, uh, Mrs. Thomas, I want to say that I, I think I was in one of your uh, Breakfast with the Thomases show before. And uh, I think Quagmire was disturbing the peace with uh, one of his comments. So I just want to apologize there. Uh, apologize. Ugh. <laughs> and um um wanna make it up to the Thomases by if I'm ever in New York, uh, uh if you guys like movies, let's uh, go to the movies. Uh, the Exorcist is coming back to theaters, so uh it's my treat. Oh yeah, 50th anniversary of the Exorcist. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> oh God, I was just say that Mr. Thomas. Yes. He's a hot mess. I love him though. Um, thank you for sharing the comments. Um, we love you, movie fan guy, and we will take that offer because we have a movie night on Tuesday nights at Salty Coffee Sponsors. Exactly. So, um, you're welcome to come and join us on our Tuesday movie nights. Um, and The Exorcist wouldn't be so bad. I saw the the trailers; not that bad. It looked interesting. Alvin was like, "Yeah, Michael, like, really." <laughs> We love Exorcist movies, um, and it's it's so weird growing up with that, uh, growing up with it, because you know it used to scare us. Everybody looked at the the, the pea soup, <laughs> the, the puke moment. They're going to be repeating it. I'm loving it. <laughs> and don't even worry about it, baby. You didn't disturb the peace. We know who you are, and we know um, we do know your your heart for our program. You're welcome to come on in. Just behave yourself. <laughs> Everybody don't know you like that. Um, and I just want to say to in comment to what you were talking, you know, I love sh your shares, um, salty coffee, because you, you really helped me to see the other part of the world that was taking place when I was in the world in in New York, you know, we don't have a lot of people. And this is the, one of my biggest goals is to bring our people together. Breakfast with the Thomases is a table for us to bring commonality common issues that we all have and believe it or not we may not even know that we have and when you come into that space you get an awakening by not just me i'm not speaking on behalf of what i say or mr thomas says it's the space itself that provides that open this new knowledge this new space of understanding these 
opportunities or what she calls gems. I'm like, yes, sometimes I say stuff and I get the gem because I hear finally, it's like, I'm going to share something with y'all. Everything I say comes from prior knowledge, experience, and also um, information that has been, I've gotten. So I've gotten downloaded into, and it is for me to keep the flow of information to go, but that don't mean I always get it. You know what I'm saying? I can repeat <clears throat> some things I get just when we're talking that I got from somebody some while ago, but it's just getting to me. And then I hear you say it or you comment on it. And it's like, wow, new perspective. Now that gives me new tools to use in the world. That's what Breakfast with the Thomas is really been about. We are tools for this world, for each other to build together and get the one, we get the world that we choose to build. Some of us are out here unconscious. We're trying to wake y'all up and give y'all power with that being awake. I know people have changed the meaning of wokeness and it has gotten really out of hand. But if you take woke back to what it is, you begin to understand that's a personal place that you can act from, that the world you create, that you're now responsible for everything that's happening in your world and you can make anything happen new information and financial literacy you know a lot of people come at me with the why are you always talking about because that's the thing killing everybody no money no health no money no sanity no money no relationships when you have a poor understanding of financials you have a poor level of life and that's not that's not an accident that's by design information is the money because with information, you could do anything. With new information, you can act on something. When you ain't got information, oh, you walking around in an anomaly trying to figure it out, and you're going to get a, it's a whole lot of pain before there's a whole lot of a whole lot of cure. So what we try to do is we try to offer what we have, and we take in others and see what happens. See what we end up with? Breakfast with the Thomases is bigger than I ever thought it was going to be. Because it was always bigger than me. That's what your 33 is about. Being the bigger you becomes being the bigger we. I've gained so many people and everything y'all have taught me. I have so many people that are teaching me currently and I'm passing that, paying it forward, passing it on. Uh, do I charge for my time? Yes, I do, because time is valuable. And I want you to respect yours and mine. I want to teach you to respect your time and your money. I remember getting my first, I'm having my first salary job with the benefits and the whole nine. Child, it was the world. And you're right, they was taking like 40% of my income. You think I cared? That was the first time I got paid, who was it, $17 an hour. I knew I was the stuff. Had cash all the time. I don't know about my crazy husband over here. For some odd reason, he was spending money like he had it like that. But we all live and learn. And what we learn adds to the value and the quality of our lives. And the only way to get that quality to be quality is to give it away. You got to share what you got, knowledge, your experiences, for you to have a value. I saw on, um, someone sent me something really amazing from a young man who happens to be a teacher and leader today. And the message was, 
you can't have value unless you unless you have someone to give it to. You can't give yourself value. There are people in the world who come up financially and they have made their money and they have figured out some things, but the one thing they didn't hadn't figured out yet was it has no value unless there are people surrounding you with either that or higher and that you are poured into. doesn't matter how much gets poured into your cup. Your cup will only hold what it is. So if it keeps getting poured in, it's going to be a waste. So you're going to have to pour in some other cups to go receive and have value in a system because that's what you live in. That's what's created around you. I ain't here to be sitting on the pulpit today. I'm going to sit and listen to somebody else today. And I just wanted to share with you that I've gotten this. It has been a, just why I said 33 powerful. That is an angel number. You know, my angel numbers are 111 because that's because that's the door is open. It's opening. New, new horizons, new openings. But 33 just took place in my life, and I'm so excited because now I'm turned on. You know, I'm turned on. My antenna's up. I'm receiving again. And now I see everything that's coming at me properly instead of being over there. I'm about to get over here to this church. I thank you for having me this morning. Guys, movie fan guy, we look forward to seeing you. It's forward to seeing you again. Uncle Leah, always. I can't wait to get these hugs on, y'all. Y'all better be here. I had to push it back a week. Um, we are doing, and I hope you don't mind if I promote this. We're doing a physical meetup in New York for those who would like to come. Uh, it is not able to be the seventh. We have to push to the fourteenth because there are activities taking place that we must partake in at seventh October. So if you are about trying to get here in October around the fourteenth weekend, we are looking forward to doing a amazing food experience along with a physical financial literacy session that we'll be having some of our, our guest speakers too. We'll let you know what the tickets are going to look like, what the costs and expenses are. If you're interested, hit myself or coffee, salty coffee up in the back chat. We'll get you the link so you can hop on. We have a, a survey that we did and just hop on for your information out and I'll send you invitations, okay? I thank you all for being here with us. Thank you, and I hope and I wanted to let you know that we're still going to continue the show on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitch just for some more announcements. So um, thank you for sharing that one because I don't really have the details of that one. But um, pretty much an overall announcement, which I made earlier, like uh, around 9.45, about the P2G networks and what they were. Um, but thank you so much for saying yes to Salty Coffee. Thank you for sharing the number 33 with us this um, evening. And tomorrow, Breakfast with the Thomases. I will be there at 8 sharp. I already have my clothes ready <laughs> so that I can leave earlier from work so that I can make it from the 8 to 9 um, show tomorrow, 8 Eastern time. And then on Wednesday again at 8, uh, I'll be on the listener side on Friday. So please make sure that you visit Breakfast with the Thomases on the Stereo app right here at 8 a.m. sharp. They're always sharp. So um, and share, share with your friends. 
Ms. Ruby, thank you so much. I will stay on so that I can um, listen to the comments and enjoy a more conversation with Uncle Leo or Leo at 39. <laughs> um, Grand rising and thank you. Love and peace all day. Thank you. Have a good day. And tell your family and Mr. Alvin that I said hello. Hello. Here we go. Message. I just want to say real quick that um <clears throat> my voice is going out uh, that uh while I'm not the spiritual and religious type and every time I say that then there's people wait waiting with pitchforks uh oh <laughs> but I just want to say that the there's a saying I heard before that rings true still money is the root of evil evil <laughs> but I heard that that's not like the whole thing so we will have to look that again. So going back to um, announcements. So don't forget if you or someone you know wants to enhance their skills on doing promotions on a visual digital through Canva, I uh, started teaching um, introduction to Canva to build your brand. The next session, eight sessions, will begin this Monday, September 18th at 7 p.m. If you visit my website, www.saltycoffeepodcast.com, you can actually see this entire show through YouTube on the website. And you can actually click on the link to book your session that you will like. So the September 18th is introduction to the platform and defining your brand. September 25th, it would be animation, sound, image, video, size, and content. October 2nd, we'll be creating a basic flyer. October 9th, creating a basic flyer with images and text. October 16th, creating a basic flyer with images, text, and animation. October 23rd, creating a basic flyer with images, text, animation, and sound. October 30th, scheduling, exporting, and importing. And November 6th, promotion, promotional one-minute video for your brand or project. So this is not just, this is not, just for people who have businesses. This is also for people who are in college and just need a little help. If you are in college and you can show me your uh, registration form, the courses are for free. And But you would have to show me your um, ID with your sticker for the fall semester. And I will give those for free. It would be only like half an hour because um, when you're in college, you pretty much know the basics and everything else, you know, is just additional um, items that you want to include there. The metaverse, Salty Coffee is also on the metaverse. We do a meditation room. If you go to spatial.io, S-P-A-T-I-A-L.io, we're in there and you can come in and just sit down and take a three minute meditation in my little casita <laughs> and in the back of my backyard in my metaverse casita i have a little video of all of the travels that i've done um zip lining uh water fall dump diving <laughs> so um enjoy that you don't have to pay to become a member in spatial io you don't have to do pretty much anything other than create your avatar if you want to learn how to create an avatar Go to P2G Networks and click on the Metaverse course for free on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. 
this October, Saturday, October 7th, we will have the sixth 5K, sixth annual 5K run, walk, and roll to end domestic violence. I've been doing this for the past three years now. My group is now up to 20 people. If you are interested, please come and join. Um, the Bronx District Attorney's Office for the free event to raise awareness and prevent domestic violence. Events begins and ends on 161st Street on the east side, right close to Yankee Stadium, between Grand Concourse and Walton Avenue. Rain or shine, we will be there. Come visit the www.saltycoffeepodcast.com to get the QR code so that you can sign up and register. Registration is free. It begins at 930 and ends at 1230. You don't have to be a runner. You don't have to be an expert in walking and you can actually ride your bike as well. It's a fun thing. It's not crowded. It's not about competition. It's really about awareness. And generally what they do is they will select three uh, people who have um, experience or three families who have experienced domestic violence and they will share with everyone who is running or participating what uh, they've been through um, and how the office, the district, the Bronx district attorney's office has helped them with the victims unit and all of the uh, people who um, promote for free uh, agencies that are available. So in 1990, September 17th, I was officially hired to work at a university here in New York City. And I, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, you'll see the photo <laughs> of me in 1990. Just so a couple of things that I want to run over of what used to happen in 1990. 1990, uh, professional office attire for women was skirts. You had to wear pantyhose. You had to wear heels that were no higher than three inches or lower than an inch because they would be considered flats. Um, we had to dress in skirts all the time and pantyhose. Um, there was some flexibility to wear um, pants, but they had to be like slacks, <laughs> women slacks. So it's just a little uh, thing to share with people. Uh, at the same time, a lot of people still, when I started working there in 1990, were not um, able to wear their hair in the natural um, state. I think I came in in the transition only because the university that I worked for was all male school. So even though the majority of the administrators were females, um, white females, um, there was a transition in, in that time where once the school became co-ed, then um, things started really changing. So I think that's pretty interesting to be officially in the transition in 1990 working there. I didn't even know what a urinal was until I started, <laughs> until I started working. I was like, urinal is broken. What the hell? But um, 1990 was September 17, 1990 was a, a very special um, time for me. I got to meet a lot of new, beautiful people who guided me and was able to help me into becoming the person that I am today. 
and I, I, I hope I made them proud. <laughs> so on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, I'm pretty much presenting a photo for those of you who are on stereo still or who will be listening to this on the replay. Uh, you'll see the photo of me in 1990 and then now in 2023. So right now, most of the professional attire is the polo with cocky pants. <laughs> And of course, I rebuke <laughs> the uniform. I, I so much hate uniforms. Don't ask me why. I just don't think um, if I'm not in law enforcement, if I'm not a doctor or a nurse, I don't see why uh, an administrative person should be wearing a uniform. Needless to say, it is a representative of the, of the university for people to identify who you are. Um, I could care less. Um, my job doesn't represent, uh, I'm sitting at a desk for heaven's sakes. So um, yeah, no, <laughs> uniforms is not my thing, unfortunately. So I also want to um, introduce, uh, I don't know if um, people on stereo will hear it, but um, Salty Coffee also has the annual uh, poetry contest every April. And April um, is poetry month, but April is also the month of the passing of my mom. So that's why I have the annual poetry contest where the, the winner gets $200. So it was 100 two years ago. This year it was 200. And next year it might go to 300 or cryptocurrency. So stand by, pay attention, make sure you come. Um, I usually do it in April. So I want to share with you the poem that Luna Goddess, the winner of 2023. So hello, Venus. How are you? Just so you're aware, I am live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. My handler is at Salty Coffee Podcast. And you can just come in and um, if you want to see the visuals, <laughs> you can come in. Ms. Ruby just left. She was the uh, person who was our guest here today and she had uh, we were just sharing what our lives were were was in 33 years ago so i'm celebrating my 33rd anniversary at the place where i work at and just sharing with you all you know the entry level exams that were <laughs> um mandatory to take to get a job <laughs> back in the days and so pretty much that's it. Uh, let's see, where is she? Here we go. I promise that when you finally get a glimpse, just a small glimpse of what people who love you see, you're going to be blown away at how true it's been the whole time. It's like cleaning off the lens of your glasses for the very first time. It's like a fresh pair of contacts, but literally new context. New context. Who the fuck is this? Pay attention to the ones that tried to play you. Better yet, tear down your self-esteem. The same ones that laughed at your dreams but secretly tried to mimic that shit. 
The exact ones that try to take that shit. Yes, I'm talking use your heart for their egotistical gain. Oh, but they thought they could sprinkle your magic on their God forsaken terrain. But guess what? They won't prosper. Because all the weapons they try to form against you, they shall not prosper. And I said no weapon. I do mean no voice and no ill will shall prosper. And I mean, they got to get ghost like Casper pretending to be friendly kinfolk. And I mean, presenting themselves as sheep, but dressed in wolves clothes, all inauthenticity shall and will be exposed. It is blasphemous. The tongue speaks negatively. You cannot curse me. I exude a God energy. Yes, I said it, but let me repeat myself for those who thought they misunderstood me. I said I exude a God energy. So fuck your opinion about who you think I am. I am that God says I am a warrior, a priestess, a healer. I am victorious, a mastermind, and I shall master the mind because I can. If you take a closer look into your neglected soul, you too would be surprised by all the things you're bound to find. So go ahead and pay the toll, free your mind, learn forgiveness. And in divine time, you will begin to experience for yourself the benevolent power of the most high. Cry out to God, even with your shaking voice, your words carry power, but my love, it is your choice. You can choose to be free or be bound by the weight of the world, your struggle confined by your overpopulated mind due to a mental bind and a lack mentality. But one day you'll find that rest unlocks a stillness and through an open heart will you discover true emotional fulfillment. Rest assured that satisfaction is guaranteed, but let not your thoughts control your actions, my love. You gotta be at peace with giving their vices little to know of that satisfaction. And I say little because you need to show up in a way where your light shines so bright that not even you can fathom how in the hell, and I mean how with the hell did I get here? How on this earth did I become so rare but truth is you were always a gem and might i add a very precious one hidden in the shadows of your peers so you better believe that there's an exceptional explanation for why god kept you there see you were i mean you are i am a magnificent creation of the one omnipotent creator a very powerful and unique being with ultimate and infinite potential to prosper like a phoenix rising from the in-depth celestial body of the moon's impacted crater do you feel free yet have your higher self, your God self, taken the lead yet? Well, let me address the triumphant elephant in the room. I am the triumphant elephant in the room, successfully embodying the intelligence, the wisdom, the majesty, because I am majestic. And let's not overlook my loyalty, my strength, and your audacity to think for one second that I would fold under pressure. <laughs> Baby, I am the one applying pressure, so be mindful of your gestures. I pray your soul exists in stature, and let me be clear i have arrived she has arrived and i am making my presence known my name is already being discussed in rooms my feet hasn't even been shown just know that i am coming full steam ahead my life 
has been perfectly orchestrated and molded by the divine, but my love, we can all break bread. After all, isn't that what Jesus did? Before there was bloodshed, they said he died for that which we call sin. God would forgive. The end. I hope you were able to hear it. Um, I'm not sure how this microphone works <laughs> on this thing, but um, hopefully you did get to hear it. Oh, okay. So you got the hearts. So that was Luna Goddess. Um, she's on here now. Uh, I'm not sure if she's promoting. She generally doesn't promote. She likes to listen and, and have conversations with people, but she does have a beautiful song, a single called Moving On. And her name is Lunar Goddess, L-U-N-A-R, and then Goddess. And you can find her on Spotify. Her song is beautiful, and I love to hear it all the time. So please make sure you follow her and her music. So on with uh, getting uh, to finalize this talk. Thank you so much for everybody who stopped by. For those of you who are not on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, you'll probably miss some of the announcements that are more visual. Um, so please make sure that you come over uh, to that side, <laughs> the neck of the woods. YouTube is always for free. You can contact us there. But the handler on YouTube is at Salty Coffee Podcast. And then uh, Twitch, I believe my name there is Salty Coffee Podcast. And the Facebook is at Salty Coffee Podcast. So you won't be able to miss it. Um, unfortunately, those of you walking in right now, you probably just finished the show. And now Salty Coffee is ending this one. Please come back to the replay so that you can listen to Mrs. Ruby's story 33 years ago and our financial challenges that we face and what we're learning today about finances and how we're, what we're doing and P2G is doing to share the knowledge so that you can live comfortably and perhaps um, conduct your freedom days. So retirement is no longer called retirement. It is now called freedom days, mostly because a lot of people are retiring early and you just have the freedom to do whatever you want. Um, we're no longer going to associate being retired at 85 with broken bones. <laughs> And not able to do anything or having to still work. So that's a new thing. Freedom days, people. Freedom days. <laughs> Have a good day. Enjoy your um, rest of your Sunday. Make sure you are resting. And for those of you who want to continue to look at the view um, promotional uh, announcements, come on to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Enjoy your day.
thinking back on us and everything that went wrong. Never said goodbye, think I broke your trust, should've known this all along. Don't wanna be the one that you're trying to avoid. I'm feeling so confused, why did I act so annoyed? Cause I don't wanna be strangers, baby. The next time when we Yeah. Mm -hmm. 